Worldwide parent coach and conscious educator, Sue DeCaro, is on a mission to revitalize the joy in parenting. Welcome to Conscious Parents, Thriving Kids, a podcast designed to help parents all over the world create deeper connections with themselves and their children while overcoming life's daily parenting challenges. Listen in if you want to bring more laughter, love, and enjoyment to your home life. Welcome to Conscious Parents Thriving Kids, a place for all things parenting. I am your host, Sue DeCaro. Empowering our children to have the confidence, courage, and strength to move through the trials and tribulations of everyday life is crucial. I want to offer you some tips to foster a can-do-it attitude and some examples. We want our children to have that can-do-it attitude, to trust themselves, believe in themselves, and know they have the ability to move through what they put their mind to. Children need this, and they need us to create and help foster this in them. So some ideas to help you empower your own children is include your children in conversations and decision-making. Think about it. Your child is included, perhaps, in a conversation about the challenge of technology in the household. And you include your child in the discussion of what the problems seem to be in your eyes. And ask them to be part of helping to create a solution. So maybe it is that your child or your children use too much technology or your family is on technology too often, and you want to include them in this conversation to come up with ideas of how to create more connection and less usage of tech. The message you're sending to your child is they're important, that they can do it. They can do big things. They can be part of big conversations. Obviously, everything that they come up with is not going to make or break the decision. You are in charge of the final decision, but their contribution is huge. It shows them that they're valuable just by contributing to the discussion. Another idea to create this can-do-it attitude is give your child choices as often as possible. Would you like to brush your teeth before you put on your pajamas or your pajamas before you brush your teeth? Would you like to have cheese and crackers for a snack or a popsicle. Obviously, you don't want to give your child 15 different choices because they'll be overwhelmed and it makes it very difficult for them to make any choices. And I love a child who says no to the choices that you give because it's a great opportunity to ask your child to name a few things that they'd like, especially when it comes to food, and you'll let them know if you have it. Used to be big in my house because they didn't want anything I listed So I said, tell me what you want, and I'll let you know if I have it. Saved my breath a little bit from having to go through the entire kitchen. So give your child choices as often as possible, especially in areas that you're struggling with. If you can't get your children out the door in a timely manner, ask them if they'd like to put their clothes out the morning, in the morning or the evening before. Perhaps they'd like to sleep in the clothes that they are going to wear to school so they're ready to go. I do know children that do that, and it works out beautifully. So choices are helpful. 
Next, listen carefully. Let your child have a voice that is heard. It does create this can-do attitude that I am valuable, I am important, my voice is important, and that people listen to what I have to say. We want them to walk away feeling valuable. This is one way to do it. Allow your child to pursue their interest and find what ignites them. Oftentimes, we want our kids to do some of the things that we've done from our own childhood. For example, for me, play soccer or tetherball is one of my favorites or piano. And we want to put them into those activities because we know we enjoy them. But each one of our children is unique and therefore has their own interest and special things that they might want to pursue. So give them the option, if you can, to try things out and see what really sticks. Again, sticks for them, not for us. So if you are a concert pianist, that does not mean that your child has any interest in being that as well. So see what ignites them. Again, this offers them a can-do-it attitude. They can pick and choose their level of interest in various activities and move forward with them. Include your child in problem solving. We've talked a little bit about this. You know, when your child becomes part of the solution and not the problem, they feel like they can do big things, that they are valuable and they are important. Encourage your child at every turn from the sidelines rather than on the field with them. So what that means is you don't have to solve everything that they're experiencing on the field with them, but you can encourage them to find their solutions and move through their own problems from the sidelines. You're like a cheerleader. How do you think you want to move forward with this, Susie? What do you think you want to do that would help you to navigate this situation? That's how we encourage them, but we don't solve things for them. We don't become the rescuers. Next, serve as a mirror for your child. See their capabilities, talents, and skills, and acknowledge them so that they can see them as well. Wow, you're super good at playing soccer. Is that something you really enjoy? I see your skills in being able to move the ball around with both feet. You're super talented. Or you're a fantastic writer. You have such great ability to utilize the English language or what have you. So see their talents, acknowledge it, name them out loud so your children can hear them and see them as well in themselves. Next, offer support through both your actions and your words. Supporting your child verbally is important, but also in your actions and your reactions. So for example, our facial expressions are huge. Our kids see it, they pick up on it. If you're saying how kind your child was to another child, but you're making negative facial expressions because you wish they weren't, or whatever, this is a bad example, but my point is make sure that you support them both in your actions and your words, and they're in alignment with one another. And lastly, model confidence, courage, and strength for them through your own behaviors and how you live your life. Show them by tapping into your confidence, 
stepping into your courage and things that perhaps scare you or outside your comfort zone and your strengths, naming them, acknowledging them and embracing them. The more we do this for our children, the more they can do it for themselves because as you always hear me saying, we are the models for our children. And part of that helps to empower our kids to foster and enable that can-do-it attitude to come to the surface for them to feel like they can do big things and they can do lots of things themselves because they are capable. So I hope that this was helpful and I look forward to hearing from you as to how you might have used some of these various things that I shared in your own life raising your children and how they work. So please feel free to join me in my private Facebook group called Conscious Parents Thriving Kids and share your thoughts. It's a great forum to come together as parents and learn and continue to grow in our consciousness. Thank you so much for joining me and remember, every moment is a new moment for conscious connections. Thanks for listening to Conscious Parents Thriving Kids. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.